Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. All right, we're back with an in-depth episode with one of, if not our favorite from this season, who, you know, 
was released she's, before. She's the first. Yeah, she's the first we personally know. That's now. true. Yeah, it's hard not to like somebody first a lot best. when you get to know them. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, Jess Gerard here with us. Jess, to kick us off, um, we've heard a rumor that you live in Florida. What part of Florida are you in? Yes, so I'm in Orlando, Florida. Mm -hmm. Ooh, nice. Do you go to Disney World and Universal on the reg or not? I am not a Disney girl. I actually really am not a fan of Disney, but... um, Wait, why? Please tell us more. Probably My mom and sister are big Disney fans. So when I was like probably in middle school, maybe elementary school, I don't even know when, they took me... It's like scarred. Like my mom knows the story. They took me and it was like one of the parades and they were like jumping up and down and screaming and I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my... And so from then on forward, I was like, I won't go back. Like my mom and sister ruined it for me. I was like, I... I was like, you guys are jumping up and down at mascots basically i was like i can't do it i like can't do you, you feel like this is a common like <laughs> feeling from a lot of people that live in orlando um honestly a lot of people that live here they really do like they, they have like annual passes i'm a yeah. universal girl like i yeah. love universal i'll go there all the time like it's roller coasters are fun like it's you know it's active you're doing stuff but disney i'm just it just feels off I'm with you, Jess. Universal over Disney when it comes yeah. to theme parks. It's far more thrilling there. Maybe maybe and Disney for drink. kids, but yeah, I yeah. don't think you can drink. You can drink at Epcot. I know that. I've never drank at Epcot, but I hear it's epic. Yeah. It is. Very fun. You know, Jess, I was just in uh, Orlando a few weeks ago playing in a golf tournament, which I talk about now all the time because that's all I ever want to do <laughs> at Lake Nona. Do you know where Lake oh, Nona yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. It's very nice. So, uh, Jess, are you from Orlando? Yes, I'm from Orlando. Like born, born and raised? Born and raised in Orlando. Yep. And, and do you live at home still? So, um, I was in West Palm for the past year. And then when I got on the show, um, my lease was up. So I was like, uh, so I didn't resign it. Um, so now I'm back. I've only been here for a few months, but just waiting was waiting for the show to end and move in with some girls story of our lives oh yeah i'm like i'm not wasting money when i'm shooting a show yeah Yeah. ashley and i both have done the move back home with our parents during this stuff it's great Mm -hmm. it's the best Mm -hmm. it's nice it's it's comfortable but it's also like i'm going crazy because when you live on your own and then you come back you're like oh now i'm back but Mm -hmm. it's only temporary so so Tell us about your family dynamic. Do you have any siblings? Uh, what kind of household did you grow up in? Give us a picture of this. Yeah, so I have an older sister. She is six years older than me, so she just turned 30. Um, and my mom and my dad are divorced. They got divorced when I was going into high school. So I'm a lot closer to my mom. I live with my mom. My sister moved out when I was like 11 or 12. So um, we definitely have a really good relationship, but very separate lives. Um, when you're kind of that young and your sister's gone and dating and living with her boyfriend, you don't really see her that much. So, um, but I have a Puerto Rican family. Um, I'm 100% Puerto Rican. I don't look it and I can't speak Spanish, but my whole, my, even my sister's first language is Spanish. Um, so growing up, she had a hard time learning English. So when I was born, my mom did the opposite and didn't speak as much Spanish in the house around me. So uh-huh. then I just 
grew up hearing more English. Um, but if you were to meet my parents, like they have a strong accent, they look Spanish. Um, they look Europe, like they look very like we get European a lot. Like um, when we go to Europe, people think we're from there. Like my family's from there. Um, so yeah. So your family's close. You're closer with your mom. You're living uh, with your mom currently. Mm -hmm. uh, you have grown up in the Orlando area. You went on to university, uh, correct? I think I saw mm -hmm. yes. to Florida State. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, you're not that far out of college at this point in your life. So tell us about the little like gap between college and the show. What was happening? Why was the show, you know, perfect timing for you? Yes. So um, right after college, I moved to West Palm to go after my first job. I was actually doing recruiting, um, which is not what I intended on doing, but it was kind of fresh off of COVID. Getting a job was really hard during my my graduation period. Um, so I also went to South Florida for my college boyfriend at the time. And um, I really, when I date someone, um, I don't date around. I've never had a dating app before. I don't even think I've even had like a like a one time date. I think every guy I've gone on a date with, I actually be becomes my boyfriend. Um, well, that's a compliment to you. That's they go, my Holy sister. Holy moly, I'm in. This well, is no, I'm in the it's jackpot. only been two times. Um, so it's I, I I'm very like intentional in my date and like if I fall for someone, like I kind of just stick to it, which isn't always a good trait to have, honestly. Um, so which I've learned that now, but. Um, kind of moved towards South Florida for him. And um, he didn't really want, like, I was like, you know, I want to be married by this age and I want to do this and this. And like, I'm going to live with my friends for this long and then we'll live together. And, and he was very, very traditional and was like, that is, he was like, I'm not getting married until I'm like 30. And I was like, we're 23. Like what? Like, what? so we were very different people, but because I love so hard and, you know, I thought he's my person. I stayed longer than I should have. And when we ended up breaking up, I was a wreck and um, I was just not well. And my friend signed me up for The Bachelor and I actually got a call on his birthday. No way. Yeah, I swear. Like, I'm not lying. Like, on everything. I, got, I was in my best friend's, I was in my best friend's room and I was like really upset because I was just like, we weren't speaking. And I was like, it's just so weird to have a best friend and then you don't speak anymore. And then I get a call and I actually declined it because I was like, I don't know this area code. And I got a text and I was like, we just start screaming. Like we didn't speak for like five minutes. We were just screaming and jumping up and down. And I was like, you know what? This is a side from God. Like, even if I don't, because at the point I was like, there's no way I'm going on the show. Like they're not going to want me. So I just remember being like, this is just my sign that there's someone out there for me and I need to stop holding on to something that's not meant for me. And then I came here. So wow, that's so cool. That is wild. So did you ever watch the show beforehand? Because a friend signed you up. Yeah, no, I have watched the show. Um, I watched sprinkles here and there, but the seasons that I've actually watched through from start to finish was uh, Hannah B and Peter's season. Okay. Um, good seasons. Yeah, those are really good seasons. Sorry, I didn't want to cheer guys. It's okay. You're born in 1999. We are yeah. before your time. We know. It's okay. okay. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm hurt, um, but that's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, those are the seasons I watched the most. But 
I, I watched sprinkled here and there, but, um, I just never really, I knew, I know that on paper I am young. And so there was no part of me that was like, you guys, like the bachelor would accept me. So I just didn't think that. And my friends, obviously, you know, my biggest supporters and they were like, just do it. Like, why not? And so my friends signed me up and the rest was history. So you've, um, you've mentioned, you know, I don't think you're that young for this show. In fact, I don't think uh, you're young to find love in general. I found my wife uh, and met her when she was 24. Mm-hmm. Her, Just had turned 24, actually. So uh, and now we're married and it's working out pretty good. <laughs> um, but she uh, but you've mentioned a few times, Jess, uh, about your faith. In fact, on a previous episode that you did with us, you mentioned that uh, when you found out that Charity uh, was going to be the Bachelorette, you shared a devotional with her. Uh, that uh, sounds like a big piece of your life, a big piece of what makes you you. Uh, do you mind expanding on that a little bit? Yeah. So um, in high school, I was a youth group leader. That was pretty much all I did. Um, I was very dedicated to my church and you know, I never drank in, in high school. I didn't go to really any parties. And um, I kind of, I think that's kind of why my personality is the way that it is today because of that experience. Um, so good or bad to whoever, whatever people's opinions are, but that was just my perspective. And, um, you know, my faith isn't perfect. It's rocky. Um, and, you know, I question God all the time, but I, am a woman of faith and I do believe everything happens for a reason. I believe it was God's plan for me to be here. And, you know, I do get a lot of comments about my age and, you know, all I can say to that is like, I don't think age means anything. And I think it's how it's when you're ready. Um, and I mean, I, I am ready. I would never put myself in this position, um, with the amount of, like hate you can get from this experience, um, mm. warranted or not. And so, you know, I'm a kind of a sensitive person and I, I wouldn't put myself in that position, but I, what I liked about the bachelor was, you know, because I don't really date around, I'm terrified too. And you don't know a man's intentions. They'll, they won't be upfront with you about it. Obviously when are they? Um, and with the bachelor, like, you know, that man is ready. You know what he's looking for. You know what he wants. So I think with this experience, I was like, that's so refreshing to meet someone that is ready for that. Cause how often do you find a 26 year old man that can confidently say he wants to get engaged in a month or two, you know? Uh, so it was definitely something that I was very intrigued and interested in. It's, um, it's interesting. You say this, I, I wonder if you can at all relate told Ashley this before, but before I was on the bachelorette, I was working a job out here in Denver. I wasn't dating. I didn't really have any friends. Um, but I, I didn't know what to do, uh, about saying yes or no to going on the show. And so I just said, said a simple prayer. Uh, I said, God, if this is not meant to be close one door, let my friendships tell me not to my family, tell me not to, or my workplace, tell me not to. And all three of them t- flew the door wide open, <laughs> like did yeah. not stop me. They said, take a sabbatical. You can keep your insurance. Go have fun. My family's yeah. like, this is super exciting and cool for you. And my friends are like, it'll be funny to watch you. Um, and so, and then I find myself on the show. Did you, 
pray or did you consider this or was did just did this just seem right as soon as they asked oh yeah i struggled with with it so so much i mean like it's it would depend on the day you would ask me if i was going to do it or not i one day i'd be like yes one day i'd be like no um i think part of that was protecting myself of rejection if you know that if the franchise decided to go a different direction and not include me and i didn't want to get my hopes up I think the other part was also, you know, is this God's plan for me? Like this requires me possibly quitting my job. This requires me not resigning a lease and coming back home. This, you know, when I'm just starting my career. So it was a lot of things that I was having to really think about. And my family has never watched this show before. My mom had no idea what what this was. When I flew for my interview, my mom was like terrified I was going to like be kidnapped and she didn't think it was real. Mm. Um, so <laughs> it was, I was very, very solo and independent with figuring this out. Of course, I had my friends and obviously your friends are going to, they're living through you and they mm-hmm. want you to do it. But when you have your friends saying yes and your family saying this is really scary, for me, I had to turn to God a lot of times to just figure out, okay, like take out all the outside noise. What is meant for me? Like what direction should I go? Because I'm risking so much. But before the show, I knew I had so much growing to do, whether it was loving myself, whether it was speaking up more or, you know, all the things I knew I had to do that. I knew I had to, you know, put myself out there because it takes me a while to do that. And I was just like, what's the worst that could happen? Um, I'm going to leave stronger than I was before. So, yeah, they kind of did kidnap you in, in, in a way. Like you kind of yeah. just disappear for three months or two months or ever longer there. Yeah. I I was honestly, I was like, if I am kidnapped, like my mom was right. Like that's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just show up and live in a house that you can't talk to anybody outside of (laughs) yeah you're right that's like kind of scary you have to make sure you say mom dad i'm with the producer they have a nice hotel room ready for me (laughs) what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. 
or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. 
The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Jess, you are also a believer in Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> you mentioned it in your ABC bio and you have that amazing moment when you were doing the witchcraft mm-hmm. in Europe about, um, what did you say? You said uh, things you really love. Is that what it was? And you said Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So yeah. was Zach everything you'd want in a Taylor Swift song? Oh, you know, I think he's everything that I wanted him to be, but I don't think Taylor, he's Taylor Swift approved for me. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's not Taylor Swift approved for whoever he could be with. <laughs> but for me, I think I need more sparks flying. So Okay. Ah, great pun. I was going to say, like, yeah. like, is he kissing in the rain and all of those dreams? Yeah. Are you glad that you saved those moments for another guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the big question there, then the follow up to that would be, you know, when you heard Zach was going to be well, when you asked me on the show, did you know Zach was going to be the bachelor? Um, you know, when I was interviewing, I know that the talk was like, it was like between like four guys. Um, I actually have a video or a photo of I went to my best friend's house. The I didn't even get my flight yet. I they announced I, I don't know if it was final rose, I don't remember how they announced it was Zach, but at that point I still didn't know it wasn't confirmed. And there's this photo of me sitting on the ground looking at the TV, like waiting for Jesse to like announce who it was. And yeah. it's so sweet because it's like you know, before I even knew anything. And I'm glad my friend everyone should have a friend that captures these like candid moments, but so it's a sweet memory to have. But I had no idea who it was gonna be. I was definitely hoping it was Zach, but it was never confirmed. I feel like charity, there was like talk here and there. And, um, but with Zach, like, I feel like there was multiple people that they were talking about. So I didn't know. And then literally find out it's him. And then a day or two later, I get on a flight and I'm gone. So it was very quick and also exciting. Cause I was like, I don't want to like sit here and like Google him and <laughs> anything. I want to just go and meet him. So. Did you have a backup pick? Like, if it wasn't going to be Zach, who else did you want it to be? Um, Not necessarily. Uh, I don't really go for – I know this is cliche, and um, I feel like everyone says this, but I don't really go – I don't really have, a, like, a type necessarily. Um, it's more so just personality and how someone makes me feel, and, like, I would need to be comfortable. So it, it was – I was hoping it was him because he had kind of a calming, sweet presence and – he is like physically someone that I would go after. Um, but I was open to any other of the options for sure. Before we wrap up with you, I, I know that we talked about it during the women tell all episode that we had you on, but I think we should talk about it again. Just like, you know, your, your moment, which was you talking to Zach about the one-on-one day and how you hadn't had one and how that made you upset. And it made you feel like you couldn't open up to him because you needed that extended period of time. Because like you told him, you're like, I get really nervous with guys that I like, and I can relate to that so much. Like I need so much warm up time to really show my true self. And I think on the bachelor, it was frustrating. And just like in life, it was always frustrating for me because it was like, I get so clammed up when 
I would be around a guy that I liked. But I was like, please, please, please let him give me enough chances and enough time for my real personality to come through. So was there anything, anything besides what we saw on TV that you want to discuss about your relationship with Zach and just that night? I mean, of course, conversations were shortened, but every conversation we had, like he was very, very reassuring. Um, Leading up to our breakup, we did have a private conversation where he did address his concerns about or his hesitations about my nerves and my me not being vulnerable. And that was when I was, it was still the same kind of misunderstanding that we had in our breakup, but it kind of like sparked that idea and going into of like, okay, like I see where he's coming from. Like, let me work on it. Um, that Estonia, which date was very uncomfortable for me because I am Christian and I've never practiced witchcraft. Um, and you know, I kind of looked at it as like, this is a really cool experience to learn about the Estonian culture and you know, all that stuff. And when I was going into that conversation with Zach, I was going to open up about my faith and I did. I talked about me being a Christian and I think that's when he mentioned he was Catholic and I was trying to get more into that. And then it switched on over right to our conversation. So, you know, it was tough because I felt like I was trying to be vulnerable and, you know, give him what he, what we previously discussed. And um, so I thought that's kind of like the biggest part that like, no one really got to see was it I was really really trying and that added to my confusion of Mm. like I'm confused (laughs) why this is happening so and you're I would say talking about religion is definitely an intimate conversation yeah yeah I thought it was (laughs) yeah and you were confused because it felt like what there's a disconnect like there wasn't an intrigue or interest back from his side um Not necessarily. I didn't go into that expecting, like, I didn't, you know, even though as a Christian, you should be dating someone that is strong in their faith. um, Honestly, every man I've dated hasn't been. um, But I wasn't going into that, trying to get that out of him. I just wanted him to, you know, understand why that witchcraft date was a little bit Mm -hmm. weird for me and kind of get an insight of like, oh, well, this is why it was weird for me. Let me explain to you. And um, I did have a conversation with the witch privately and we talked about my confidence and I was really excited to share that with him. When the when the candlelight went out, we got to discuss with, I was talking with the witch and she told me, you know, it might go out sometimes, but when you relit it, it's, it's the start of a new chapter. And I was excited to share that with him, you know, after we had a private conversation that um, about, you know, our relationship. And I was excited to be like, well, now there's a new chapter that we can, we can start on. And so it was, it was definitely tough because I was trying to get there. And then the disconnect that we had from that private conversation led into it. So. Okay. So this brings up a whole other thing. It brings up a theme. Why does Zach get so freaked out when there's some sort of disconnect you're always going to disconnect with anybody, even the most perfect person for you. You're going to have an argument where you don't see eye to eye. That doesn't mean you should just let the person go. Do you feel like this is a trend? Um, I mean, yeah, yes and no. I mean, I feel like, you know, the disconnects that he's had with other women, I don't know if he necessarily sent them home right away because of it. I think it added to it. Um, 
I think kind of like what I was saying before was he could have been more sensitive, but yeah. if he already knows that that's like, if he knew I wasn't his person, you know, why continue on? Yeah. And maybe he just wanted to get right to the point, but um, I definitely, he could have been more sensitive for sure. But Jess, it's weird because then later on that night, you walk into the, your one-on-one -on -one conversation with him and he says, I'm really confident about us. Yeah. Then you have the meat of the sandwich. And yeah. then at the end, on the other side of the bread, he goes, I'm not confident anymore. Goodbye. Yeah, it's it's a very strange situation. Um, you know, I don't think in 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 reality, I even caught on him saying that or else I probably would have been like, you just said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, but I think it's funny because later that episode, he he goes on that one one with Ariel and then he says this time together is what like I got to know you more and like you're awesome. And it's, I remember watching that, like, yeah, like that, like me too. And any other <laughs> woman too, like that's what happens when you spend time with people, you get to know them and you fall for them or you don't. And I think for me, it was one of those things where it was like, I, like, I really thought me and Zach would click. So it's like, give me that time to show you more of me if that's what you want to see. But when it was happening, I was like, I'm not going to beg for you to understand my perspective. If you don't want to understand it, like, that's on you. Like, I'm not going to sit here and keep trying to make you understand. Well, I think at that moment, you inspired a lot of girls. Just by saying the line, like, I'm not going to beg for your, what did you say? I'm not going to beg for your what? I'm not going to beg for you, I think is what I said. Yeah. And you're just yeah. not going to beg for him to see what you're trying to, like, you're just not going to fight. Yeah. There's a difference between fighting for somebody and then like begging for someone. Yeah. So I was actually scared when I said that because I was like, does he want me to beg for him? Like, I don't even know. So I was like nervous, but it's what I, I don't know. It's what I felt. So, well, if he did want you to beg for him, he ain't worth it. So you did okay. all right. You did okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, you know, for as limited amount of time as Zach uh, took, took advantage of spending with you. We have been able to spend a lot of time with you. Uh, and it's been awesome to get to know you. And I think the future is very bright for you. Again, I said earlier, I think we're going to see a lot of you on television. And it's going to be awesome to see your story play out. So as we sit here now, Women Tell All has aired. We don't know if you're going to be on TV again. Your time on the Bachelor franchise up until this point is done. Who knows what happens in the future? What is next for you? As you sit here today, what have you learned about yourself? What are you looking forward to in the future? What is next for Jessica? Yes. So um, I am really focused on my career right now and moving. Which is uh, what? What do, I don't think we've mentioned it yet. What is your career? Yeah. So I do merchandising, e-commerce merchandising. So working for, you know, big corporate companies and kind of like, you know, buyers, it's like a a period yeah. of fashion merchandising basically um and then i also do marketing on the side for a small company so kind of just in the direction of just the fashion industry um but i love florida i would love to raise a family here but i feel like i want to continue to push myself out of my comfort zone and as of right now my goal is to move to california i've only been there for this show. So I, but I've always wanted to go and I've always wanted to live in like a cute little small beach town. Um, I don't really think LA is my vibe, but definitely somewhere that's just like, yeah, like a small beach town. So 
that's my goal. A few of us on the show want to move together. Um, so right now it's just kind of figuring out how I can get myself there. Um, but you know, the world's my oyster. So wherever I end up, I'm sure I'll make the most of it. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? 
Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Should I do five random? Yeah, I would love like, to. Questions I was, for I was, fun. I was hoping you did. Here's here's an inter- here. I'm just <laughs> I'm interested in this question mostly personally. Most people maybe wouldn't be. But okay. your faith ha- is so much of who you are. You've talked about it a lot. You've gone into detail. You mentioned it to Zach. Um, coming off the show now, has has what are the big questions around around you and your relationship with God and what this was all about? Like, do you have any questions swirling around your head, or do you feel pretty peace of mind about all this experience? Oh my gosh, I always have questions. Um, you know. I think a question I've had before and after the show is like, do, like, do I need, like, should I stop going after men that aren't of faith? Um, and also like, who am I to make that judgment if my faith is not at its best place as it used to be? Um, that's like one of my questions for myself that I struggle with. Um, and I think, um, this franchise really, really likes big personalities and um, I'm like going to cry. So I don't want to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm crying on a podcast. No, it happens a I lot. Get it. We've all been there. Yeah, I've cried many times here. You're fine. This is a very <laughs> cryable um, space. Wow. Um, anyway, so this franchise really likes really big personalities. Um, And I never thought that (laughs) not having that would be a fault. Um, So it's been a lot of like, although like, you know, looking back on the show, I've loved myself in terms of with like men and stuff, but like not begging. And I'm proud of myself for that. But also there's another take of um, 
like, is there like a fault and should there be a fault of not being a big TV personality? And does that make me not worthy enough? So it's like, it's, it's been a lot, you know, just being a girl and going in my own head and stuff. But so that's a lot of conversations that I'm having of just like figuring out like what I bring to the table and like it being enough. So, well, you know, the worst thing anybody can do is uh, tell you how you should feel or tell you what's wrong or right here. But I think if you did watch my season back when you were probably in middle school, um, (laughs) (laughs) you would see that you and I are very similar and that you would see that you and I both uh, were probably not made to be on TV. But here's a piece of advice I want to share with you. And I don't know if it's going to help or hurt. There's two things that have been said to me since my time on the show that have changed the way I see what's next. The first is from the former host of the show, Chris Harrison. Um, we get off the show and we're sitting at a bar. I've shared this story many times. Long story short, we're having a glass of whiskey. And he goes, Ben, what, what is this all about for you? Like, what are you going to do with this? You know, the world is your oyster. You have just been the bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going to do with it? And I was like, man, I don't know. I'm not made for this, right? Relevancy feels exhausting to me. And the spotlight is at times very anxiety driven for me. I don't know what this looks like. And he said, okay, here's my piece of advice. Use this thing that you just did to enhance the life you've already had, not change your life completely. The second piece of advice was from my best friend, because I was asking the same questions that you were asking yourself right now. I was feeling very insecure about the fact that I was not the biggest personality and that some would say I was boring and that some would say that, you know, I wasn't made for this. And I wasn't. Um, He said, Ben, this whole thing has never meant to be about you. It's always meant to be about something bigger. It took the pressure off and it's changed everything I do. And so take it, leave it. I think you were made for it. And I think there's a reason that you're on this show. And I think the reason is for who you are um, and not for who you can become or what you're going to change into, just for who you are. Um, So to get to know who you are a little bit better, Ashley always (laughs) ends this in the most fun way. Um, Oh my gosh. Jess, you are the sweetest. You're the sweetest. And your personality, it's shown. It's shown here on these podcasts and in your moments on The Bachelor. So just want you to I'm sorry, guys, feel but really I literally good about yourself. <laughs> was not expecting to tear up, but thank Jessica, you. Jessica, I bet 85% of our in depths, we either cry or the guest cries in. Like, they, I just want to let you know that's like very common. Like, that makes it does, me feel better. I, I, it does not make me feel weird. In fact, I go, finally, like, we're getting some real stuff here. We're not talking about <laughs> dating on TV. Like we're getting to know her. Yeah. Yeah. So. It fulfills. It's very fulfilling when we're like not talking about sex week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Fun fact time. If you had to choose a celebrity lead to have led your season besides Zach, what guy would you want it to be? Okay. Well, I have one guy from Bachelor Nation, but I will take that to Ooh! my grave. <laughs> no, kidding. that's the next question. That's who do you want to see in Paradise? Oh, I'll answer that one next. Oh, okay. Um, so the lead, I would say, oh, I don't know. Um, she has no celebrity crushes, but she does have Bachelor 
nature crushes. <laughs> I don't even think I'll say the bachelor one because he would never go. But um, I would say maybe like um, Harry Styles. Okay, good answer. Such an ease. Such a heck yeah. It's the same answer my wife would give. It's the same answer. Jeez, uh, he's he's hot right now. There's a guy from the last. No, Vikings Valhalla. I don't know his name, but he is so cute. I, I don't know his name, but he's like, I, don't, I think he's Scottish or something. But I'm like, he's he might be the most handsome man I ever met. But I didn't, I didn't know his name because that would have yeah. been different. But, I just yeah. finished that show and I know exactly who you're talking about because I I pointed him out to my wife. I was like, isn't that dude handsome? Like, is that dude <laughs> really? Looking? Oh yeah, I, I just know, like, he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that guy. Yeah, isn't that <laughs> okay, dude looking? Okay. I feel like you're saying that it's Tyler C that you would like to see in paradise and that you don't think would ever come. I mean, every girl would say that like he's, he's a cutie, you know? Okay. Yeah. And he is unlikely to ever thing. come. I don't know. I don't Maybe. Know. Okay. Well, will you be upfront with us if you do meet so-and-so in paradise? He would never go. Well, I mean, you really, like, your pick would never go. You're saying never, ever go. Oh, I mean, I am so excited to meet any guy that goes to paradise. <laughs> she's All so right, good. She's good. Move okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. A more answerable, answerable question for you. What is your favorite Taylor Swift album? Oh, easy. Folklore. Oh, folklore. So you like more offbeat ones. I like very, like, you know, sweet, slower songs. But my friends think I'm in my reputation era. So that's... I might be that might be my album right now. So. I mean, that moment that you had was pretty reputation. Yeah, I feel so, like Taylor yeah. Swift is very close to starting her own religion. Like the, the way that Ashley talks That's about Taylor I Swift. Said, music. I go, well, I know you also believe in Taylor Swift. Oh, so. my gosh. The amount of girls that have DM me over me saying Taylor Swift. Like, yeah, girls have been like, I love you because you love Taylor Swift. And I'm like, I'm glad that's the reason. Thank you. <laughs> I'm always like, when people tell me that too, I'm like, but don't we all? Like, yeah, does that I'm make like, me unique? I feel like it makes me like less unique because she's my yeah, favorite I'm artist. Like, I feel pretty basic, but I'm like, <laughs> if I find someone that doesn't like Taylor Swift, I'm like, something's wrong with you, but all right, to each their own. Yeah. So. Okay. How about this question? How do you feel about mustard on pancakes? Would you eat them? No, I would never <laughs> eat them. <laughs> What is your favorite food? Um, I love seafood. So I think I'm still trying to figure out my favorite my favorite food because you know that trend where it's like, what would you eat on your like death row? Like, what would your death row meal be? Where you pick yeah. like, last food? And I have I don't know. My answer to that is different every time. But what's always consistent is sushi. Hmm? I love sushi. Love sushi too. Prison sushi sounds really good. Yeah, I don't think I would request, I probably would request like an ice cream sundae or something. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. So then when you were going through your suitcase while you were at the mansion and while traveling, how did you pick which dresses to wear when? Oh gosh, you know what? Honestly, I picked my worst every time because I didn't think he was like I I just was I was believing what he was telling me so I was like I'm fine so um that was like my biggest thing when I came home I was like I didn't get to wear my favorite dresses because I literally like oh I was so thrown off oh Jess I'm more heartbroken heartbroken for you now I know and it's funny because they everyone tells you wear your best first and I was yeah like, no. I feel nothing 
It's funny that you feel for her. I feel nothing. I'm like, that makes sense. She had a good strategy. It didn't play out. We're fine. No, she did. She had a great strategy with the amount of of reassuring he did with her. But yeah, you definitely go best first. No, I, there's a funny story. So the night that I went home, a woman's intuition's everything. The night that I went home, I knew I was getting sent home. I had like, obviously I was still blindsided. I know people were like, how are you blindsided? But then you knew you were going home. We're women. That's what happened. So I was like, something's (laughs) going to happen tonight. And I actually wore Kat's dress and I wanted to wear the dress that I was saving for a one-on-one. And I was like, no, but I'm going to save that for the one-on-one. I'm not going to wear that tonight. I was like, I'll wear your dress tonight. And I remembered like in my interview, I was like, I want to take this off. Like, I was like, I don't want to wear this dress. Like, I don't want to wear it. And like, we had to leave and they're like, you have to keep it on. Like, let's go. And I was like, I don't want to wear it. I was like, I'm going to get dumped in this dress. And (laughs) then I got dumped in the dress. And I literally was like, I should have worn my one-on-one dress. Like, damn. How'd you get it back to her? Um, you, you hand it it off to a producer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That seems easy. Okay. My final question is a two-parter. Which of your Bachelor castmates would you feel would best help you survive on an island? I'm not asking you who you'd get along with best, but who would best help you survive? Katie? Why is that? I just, well, I love her, so I would never get annoyed with her on an island alone. And she just, I just, she really just knows so much like she's so knowledgeable her Ariel actually I feel like they both are very very knowledgeable I and feel that. I feel like you know they would know how to survive and they would they would know some tricks up their sleeves I don't know okay who would flounder who do you definitely not want to be because you be the one pulling all the weight cat <laughs> okay why that cat would agree with me too I think she knows that she would not uh I think she would be like freaking out and I would have to like hit her with a coconut or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you are the cutest. Thank you for yeah, answering all great. your questions and being so vulnerable. Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys. Jessica, you spent a lot of time with us uh, and we were thankful for it. Again, if you didn't catch Jessica breaking down uh, the woman tell all with us, that's in a previous episode. You can find that in our feed as well. Uh, this has been an in-depth episode and uh, we're very thankful that you did it. We wish you the best. Uh, you can always have a place to come back to here. Uh, we'll be kind, I promise. <laughs> not that you'll ever have a reason for us not to be. Um, not. But these next few months for you are going to be incredible. We're excited to watch them. Uh, until next time, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. And I've been Jess. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, And how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety... 
They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.